0: You do a lot of talking, bro. You do a lot of talking. All that screaming. Well, you better hope you can play as long as me. Hey, when you get on your knees and say your prayers tonight, pray. What happened between you and Tlaib on the field early in the game? I don't know. You go ask him because he done finished the game.
1: Ice up, son. Ice up.
0: Live In the entertainment capital of the world. It's the TC Martin Show. I know you're gonna dig this. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor, TC Martin. I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. But the doctor is now here. Yeah, boy. And it is a Thursday edition of the TC Martin Show, a thunderous Thursday, and we are at the Westgate Las Vegas, the world famous Superbook. Let the Super Bowl hype begin. That's right. Our Friday home is turned into now our Thursday home as uh, we let the festivities begin here at the world's largest sports book, the Westgate Las Vegas. Inside the Superbook uh, today will be graced by the presence of the mayor. Of Las Vegas, the former mayor, but uh, still the the mayor mayoral family, I guess you might want to say. Oscar Goodman will join us here today. He's going to roll in here, make his Super Bowl bets, have his signature martini. I imagine the uh, showgirls will will be with him and uh, a plethora of other uh, uh, people and media in the house here today. So uh, Oscar Goodman will be joining us on the program today and uh, we will get his Super Bowl picks and his thoughts. Always fun uh, talking uh, with uh, the mayor, whether it's his wife, the current mayor, or the former mayor of Las Vegas. Three terms that Oscar Goodman did 1999 to 2011 and then, of course, Carolyn Goodman uh, succeeded him. So we look forward to that today. Also... Jay Cornegay will join us, the vice president of the Superbook here. Look forward to talking with him and just kind of get an update on where the line is going, the side, the total, the prop wagers, and everything else. And, of course, my right-hand man, Marco D'Angelo, joins me today in the house, wagertalk.com. Go to wagertalk.com. You can get Marco's plays. Yes, he is on fire. He is sizzling. He reminds me that every morning, three and (laughs) zero yesterday. I I think it's like you know eight and one. uh, You know his last nine plays. Uh, He he will correct us if if we're wrong. But uh, glad to
1: have you here on the Thursday, brother. I'm a creature of habit in. Thursday's feeling a little weird. I got to get right? got to get got to get into this here, you know. Yeah. No, normally here tomorrow, so. So
0: yeah, we just we did like a presto change-o. So Scott Spritzer normally joins us with his segment uh, on on Thursdays. Uh, Scott uh, you know originally said, "Hey, I want to come down to part of the big Super Bowl Friday Extravaganza that we do each and every year." And then uh, what we did with, you know, because of the guest list and everything, uh, Scott couldn't make it today, Marco's today, Scott's tomorrow. So there you have it. There it is. So well, ha- have some fun with our... Two handicapper extraordinaries. We have two quarterbacks and two (laughs) handicapper extraordinaries. I have to be very, very careful around you you guys. All four of you guys. Uh, Speaking of the quarterbacks, our good friend Steve Berline joined us yesterday. Uh, The other quarterback, Jay Schrader, will join us tomorrow. But I I know I'm going to see you tomorrow anyway, whether it's here at the Westgate or afterwards, because someone is paying up their recent uh, playoff uh, bet and it's not you. It is not. It's the yes. quarterback. So uh, I know that you're in for dinner
1: tomorrow uh, night. Absolutely, he's getting sacked too. <laughs> <laughs> just tell him he better call an audible. <laughs> I may not eat. A, well, I'm going to dinner tonight. You're going to yeah, you? save it up, aren't you? Save it up. I got a good dinner coming tonight. Now I don't. I don't remember
0: him doing that to you. I think he j- he he just went like you know uh, fajitas for four
1: for for, for himself. It's horrible. Yeah. Full disclosure, of the three of us, and it would, you would lose the bet yeah. if you would put a picture up of the quarterback, mm. me, <laughs> pretty, <you> know, <laughs> pretty large <laughs> and in charge, and then you, of which one eats us under the table. Yeah. I got height on me.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. I
1: got height and metabolism on you guys. Hollow legs. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you you can put it away, my friend.
0: <laughs> oh, we love our food, man. And that's why you and I get along so well. And, and J two, we all yeah. love our food. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. All right. So here's the question: Will there be some food wagers uh, between us between now and Sunday?
1: It could happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens here on the show. I don't know where we're. Where you're officially at, you know that we've talked several times uh, in the last two weeks about the Super Bowl, and I started out one way, went the other way, and uh, ended up uh, settling in on a side. I've got a few props that I like, and uh, you know it's it's a game, and, and I tell my people, you know, my clients, you know, don't go overboard, okay? You, you know, you can get carried away with the Super Bowl. Have fun, enjoy it. The props are great, but uh, you know it's one game, and we've we've had a great year. And uh, enjoy the game, make a little bit of money, and uh, hopefully you have a winner or two. The props we will dive into that
0: uh, today as well, and that's uh, always fun. And uh, for our best bets, what we normally do on the Friday before the Super Bowl, which we'll do tomorrow, mm-hmm. is we do our best bet of the game itself, the side of the total, and best prop bet. Okay. So I'm sure. Do you, do you got one that you don't need to unveil today? But yeah. do you feel pretty strongly about some of these props?
1: I've got three or four props that I've honed in on, and I'm going to decide uh, which one I want to make the the best bet because uh, it's we're nipping tuck here, heading down to the to the finish line on our season uh, <laughs> battle between uh, Scott. Myself and our good friend Trevor. We're uh, you're somewhere in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. All I know is I've cashed more food
0: bets than all you guys. You know, so I haven't had to go to the wall at one time. Just remember that. Now my record on the best bets might not be as good as as you three, okay, but I am the like back to back back to back to back to back champ. Okay. But I have to remind
1: you, okay. there, 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 are no all trophies. All those back, back back There's no prize I know you've been money around for this. Two of these yeah. for a full season. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's let's put that disclaimer in there. Does
0: that sound like <laughs> I was stuttering? <laughs> <laughs> With all the back to backs. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, I'm I'm still wavering on the Super Bowl. I am still wavering. Right when I thought that I had a, a side today. Then again, I start you know, doing a little bit more homework, and again listening to. And my problem is, is that you know I'm listening to the former players and the coaches, and and all that sort of thing. And everybody I talk to, it's they got a different opinion. I get yeah. swayed a little bit, but there are some key elements you know, in this game that I can't get around. Mm-hmm. All right, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles receivers and Jalen Hurts against the secondary for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. We know that Steve Spagnola, everyone likes to you know, give him a lot of kudos for a defensive coordinator with the Kansas City Chiefs and wherever he's been, right? And they call him, you know, Blitz Spagnola and I do that. I just don't, if that approach is going to happen in this game, I see Jalen Hurts picking this secondary apart because – yeah, three rookies still back there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear about, well, oh, well, you know, hey, they played 18, 19 games now, so they're not, you know, 20 games. So they're not rookies anymore. No, no, they're still rookies. All
1: right, they Especially been on, the, on the biggest stage in the world. Correct.
0: <laughs> and against guys like A.J. Brown right. and Devonta Smith. And Jalen Hurts, calm, cool, collected. I know he's, you know, in his third year. But, man, this guy is just one at every level. Nothing bothers him. And here's the thing. If you are going to, to blitz... Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. First of all, I, I, I think their offensive line is outstanding. They'll be able to pick it up, okay. especially with Lane Johnson back and then Jason Kelsey. I mean, they're fine. They're, they're solid. That is going to just mean one-on-one coverage on those receivers, which is going to be a, could be a nightmare. And then also, that means running lanes for Jalen Hurts
2: the, with, to- with the
0: RPOs and also scrambling. So that's why it's hard for me. To get off of Philadelphia. Now, on the other side, Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. You know, he's gonna be diagramming something special up, you know, the Philly, the the Kansas City Barbecue Special, whatever it is there. (laughs) Give this guy two weeks to, to do something. Then there's Patrick Mahomes, gonna be much more healthy than he was in the championship game against the Bengals. Mahomes said he's fine. He 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 will. Won't be 100%, but he's going to be as close to 100% as he possibly can. He, and he figures, hey, adrenaline will help me as well, too. But he's moving around well in these practices. And what I like about Andy Reid, the last two days, they've gone full speed mm-hmm. at, at practice. Where a lot of these coaches, and if you can get this kind of information, it's valuable. Because a lot of teams will just do, you know, go jog through stuff. They're afraid to get anybody hurt. No contact. Or they'll do just do walkthroughs and that sort of thing. So you have to be very, very careful. But so for me, yeah, you got the experience factor. Yes, with with the Kansas City Chiefs, been here three of the last four years. You got Patrick Mahomes, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Andy Reid. Okay, the other side, the Philadelphia Eagles, don't have, can't check the, those boxes at quarterback, tight end, and head coach. So that's why I'm
1: still conflicted. Help me out. Well, there's no question. and that's why this game is basically a pick 'em, pick the winner. Uh, we haven't been there. I know you, somehow by Sunday, mm-hmm. somehow, you're going to have a teaser figured out with the side and the total. Somehow you're going to get there. I, 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 I will. <laughs> I, I, and, and you know how I am about totals. I, was, I, I don't, I don't oh care no. for totals. I don't no. care for them.
0: I think I told you I was involved in a total a couple weeks ago, and I had to sweat bullets out, and I got there. But I just, I just don't like the total. Okay, so if I have to tease a total... Right, the number's 51 right now. What's the safest side to tease? The o- over or the under, if you're going to tease the total. And So put it in, in layman's terms for our listeners. That would be under 58, because I would do seven-point teasers, yeah. or over uh, 43,
1: uh, 44. Over 44. 44. Right. For me, because uh, I'll give you one of the ways, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the over in the game. <laughs> I think because... If Kansas City and Mahomes are able to execute the things that they want to execute, they're going to score some points. Mm -hmm. And this is going to be a game where, you know, when we get the breakdown of the game, you've got to realize that Philadelphia, down the stretch, okay, this team, the last six games that Jalen Hurts has started and finished, Minus the final regular season game. That was the first game he came back, and all they had to do was win, and they clinched the the number. So, as soon as they got a lead, they started pull people because the Giants didn't have anything to play for. The last six full games, this team has scored 217 points. That's 36 Mm -hmm. points a game. They scored 38 and 31. In the two playoff games, they ran the football 44 times in both of those games because they didn't have to score it all in the second half because they had the huge lead on the Giants and San Francisco had no quarterbacks left, okay? They were just handing off the football. So they basically shut down the offense. Now granted, you know, the San Francisco defense is stellar, but their souls were broken when Purdy went out of the game. Let's be realistic with it. In the Giants, you know how I feel about, about them. Kansas City is a good defense, but not a great defense. They've given up points. And Kansas City all year, the knock has been, they win their games. They're 16-3 and three straight up. But they were absolute money burners against the spread. Meaning, they're winning, but they're giving up points. Right. So, if I got to pencil myself into having... Forcing an over/under teaser,
2: hmm.
1: I'm not teasing up and praying that there's no scoring. There's going to be scoring in this game. So it's funny you say that because, like I said, I've wavered back and forth with this thing. And initially, I was
0: thinking, okay, I'm 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 going to do, do the, you know, tease the under, uh, you know, to that yeah. and, and get the points up as high as I can. But in the last. Day or so, I'm thinking more along the lines that you're thinking about. We talk a lot about the buy situation, okay, with Andy Reid, Kansas City, what he's done, has a phenomenal record with that, and it's just not only that, but again, being the offensive guru that he is, he will design different plays, add things, you know, to to the playbook all the time, and I know that he's going to be doing that and having something special, you know, for that. Um, I was curious about what Philadelphia did off the bye week this year, and the bye week was, you know, a long time ago. I mean, it, it was it was October 16th. They played on a Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. That was a home game, a rivalry game, divisional game, and they beat the Cowboys 20 to 16. So, kind of using one of your terms, fat and sassy, you're mm-hmm. feeling pretty good to have the bye week. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to see what did they do off of that big emotional win. Okay. And having the bye week, what did they do? Well, they came back and they played your Pittsburgh Steelers
1: <laughs> and, and they put, and they
0: put 35 oh, on the board. Yeah. So that bodes well for the Eagles showing up and the Eagles scoring in this game. The the way again, short sample size, we understand yeah. that, but if there was ever a spot for them to get to be a little bit soft, it would have been right there. Against a Steeler defense that you know still pretty good. I mean, offensively yeah. challenged. We we understand that, but they, they beat him thirty-five to thirteen. You
1: remember that game? I remember that game. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was earlier in the season two. The day before no, Halloween, no T. J. October thirtieth. Yeah, uh, T.J. Watt wasn't back right. yet, so yeah. big difference. Yeah. with the Steeler defense. But yes, I remember that. How game. much do you believe in the Kansas City Chiefs defense? Here's the thing with, with Kansas City, and so often because they score so many you know, points and they have leads that teams become one-dimensional against them because they fall behind, you abandon the running game. You can actually run the football against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's just... The game starts to develop, and then they score quick you know, a couple quick scores. Then you got to change your game plan. So, teams don't continue to do that. Philadelphia is going to continue to do that, they're going to run the football. That's what they do best, and that sets up you know, a couple different other things where you're tacking and looking at props. Where I always say, make the props a continuation of your handicap of what you think is going to happen. And if I think Philadelphia is going to have success running the football, and I we talked about so many times how Super Bowls start out slow and then pick up the pace. One of the prop bets that's out there all the time is, will there be a score in the first six minutes of the game? Okay, I don't think so. Okay. The trend has been that it hasn't in recent, ga- in recent games, and especially for two reasons here. One, we've got the question mark on how much mobility Mahomes has on the ankle. So if they get the ball first and they take the field... Are they gonna if they're in a third and long and Philadelphia comes with that pass rush? Are they gonna complete that and continue the drive or not? If they don't, they punt the ball and then it goes to Philadelphia. We know that Philadelphia is going to run the football. That's going to pretty much the six minutes is going to be gone before you score because Philadelphia. I don't expect Jalen Hurts to throw a 50-yard bomb in you know the first series. You know. Kudos. I would take the chance because that's exactly what you don't expect, but I don't see them wanting him to put him in his position to make a mistake early. All right, so should we play out this uh, scenario of the, the the opening kickoff?
0: Here we go. We'll go before. We'll go with the uh, the national anthem. All right. right. <laughs> like, how, how long will the national anthem be? Oh, sorry. That, uh, can't bet on that, yeah. note, right? But we'll go to the coin flip, which is a very popular prop bet, right? All right, so the Kansas City Chiefs are the visiting team. They're going to call. Heads or tails? What do you think? Well, me, I always call heads. (laughs) They're going to probably call tails. (laughs) All right. So if they win the toss, they're going to defer, which means Philadelphia will get the ball Mm -hmm. to start the game with. There you go. So does that factor into your – if Philly opens the game with the opening kickoff and they receive,
1: how does that factor into your opening six minutes, not a score? You're still going to run the football. Right. You're still going to run the football. And I just, you know, unless they absolutely gash Kansas City on that opening drive, um, I don't see them scoring in six minutes. Uh, I, they're going to be balanced, though. They're, they're not
0: going to just pound, pound, pound. That's not what they do. And Surriana has kind of followed in the footsteps of Doug Peterson, where Peterson would, you know, you never know what you're going to get. He'd go for, they score opening touchdown the first quarter, and he'd go for two. I mean, yeah. they they do these type of things and we've seen Sirianni, and maybe not that wild but you know throw out some exotic plays and i, I think they're going to let Hurts open up a little bit and if we go back to last game against the 49ers all we talked about was wow, that 49er defense and you know this you know this could be a heck of a game could be a low scoring game well the under got there philadelphia did score 31 points but like you said a lot of that was because of what they did to Brock Purdy and the niners had like no ball possession. I mean, the Niners only had the ball for 22 minutes of that game. 22 of the 60 minutes they had. Philly controlled the game with 37 minutes of possession. and But Philly only had 269 total yards. The Niner defense, they played their hearts out. They showed up. Philly ran the ball for 148, but Jalen Hurts only threw the ball for 121. So I don't know if that was like you're saying okay hey we got this big lead we're going to go run 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 or if that's you know what 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 the Philly mode is, is going to be this week but that all kind of plays you know into an under situation here as well you know for the game but I don't think the Kansas City defense is the 49ers defense. I think there's some holes like I talked about as well too.
1: So it would not surprise me if Philly opens this up a little bit. The, like I said, the splits in those two games—it was 44 to 25 in the last game, and 44 to 24 run pass. So you know, it's been—that's not their normal split during the course of the season. That was the split because of the way the games played out, and that's another reason why I lean more to the over because it is going to be more balanced in this game because they're going to have to score and. The other part of it is he knows, even if he has a lead, mm-hmm. Philadelphia yeah. coach, he's not going to take his foot off the gas because we've seen Patrick Mahomes too many times bring teams back. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is go back to the playoffs last year and look at that Buffalo game and what they accomplished in the final. I mean, that was the craziest final five minutes of football that we've ever Ever witnessed uh, definitely the craziest thirteen seconds. <laughs> <too. Yeah. laughs> Final thirteen <laughs> seconds. But that is a situation. Sorry, Bills fans. So need to bring that up again. Again, if I'm sitting there, that I gotta force myself into some type of teaser with the total, I sure as heck am not gonna feel comfortable sitting there with trying to go with an under, you yeah. know, taking the po- the points up. It does sound kind of squarish
0: because, as we know, people love to play the favorite, mm-hmm. and even though there's really not a favorite in this game. Okay, okay. it's it's virtually a pick 'em. It's one and a half. It's like people say, "Oh, I'm gonna take the dog." There is no dog. Okay, yeah. you know, if you're, you're if you're saying I'm taking the dog at plus one one and a half, you, that's not a dog. <laughs> All right, <it's, laughs> go you know, out on the limb. But overs, uh, and we know that the book is getting pounded with people betting the over. Mm-hmm. Again, you're talking about games in Arizona. It's going to be pristine con- conditions. That crappy turf that they have where the Cardinals play, that, that'll be ripped out of there. Mm-hmm. Okay? You know George Thomas over there, the uh, the turf doctor. He's going to make it all you know smooth as can be and everything, and it, it'll be the optimum playing conditions. It's indoors, so long field goals will be a thing. That's another thing to look at. You know, with with, with field goals and that sort of thing. So I think everything does lean towards the over. Dynamic offense in Philly, dynamic offense uh, in Kansas City. And when you go back and you look at the points that the Kansas City Chiefs have scored, my friend, you got to go way back. To see the the Chiefs scoring anything less than 24 points mm-hmm. in any game this year, I mean, so it, it does it does point to an over. So from a teaser standpoint, it it looks you know pretty good. I mean, last week or two weeks ago in the AFC Championship game, 23. Okay, that was a battle. Okay, they scored 23, 27 against the Jags, 31 against the Raiders, 27 against the Broncos, you know, 24 against the Seahawks, 30, 34, 24, 26, 30. I mean, they don't have any of these 40-point outbursts, but they don't have any 10s or 13s in there no. either. I mean, you could just really bank on the Kansas City Chiefs
1: scoring anywhere from 23 to 27 points, can't you? You can, and again, going back to their tendency during the regular season to let teams hang around with them when it's a close game and it's a one possession game you're not moving up and down the you know you're you're playing field position you're 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 playing a tighter game if one of these two teams gets any type of separation i don't see them taking their foot off the gas because both offenses are so explosive and especially if it's the kansas city team that's trailing you You want no leads big enough, okay, Uh, against Mahomes. So I'm looking at the overs, but you've got other things that you can look at too. Don't forget, we have, you know, you can bet the over or you can bet the under. You can also do the same thing with each individual team. And I think the Philadelphia team total at over 25.5 for the game is enticing because I... I don't see Kansas City shutting them down unless Jalen Hurts gets hurt in the game or this moment is absolutely too big for him and, you know, he throws three interceptions or something like that. I don't see this offense hasn't been stopped all year. I don't see this Kansas City defense doing that in this one. Marco, you, you might have just given me something else to chew on here and think about, <laughs> because that kind of lines up with everything I've been saying okay, yeah. about
0: how I feel that you know there could be mismatches there in the secondary in the passing game, and again, no one is better at running the football than the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. So, a team total of the for the Eagles of twenty-six that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I guess you could you could almost make that exact same wager as well on the Chiefs, right? right. I mean, what, is, what is that number? It's got to be, what, what, what tw- 24,
1: 25? Yeah, it was, one point, it was one point. It was 24 and a half. It yeah. was one point uh, less. Yeah,
0: there you go. And you do got a pair of, uh, of good field goal kickers as well, which does help. Uh, that we've seen butker be kind of psychotic <laughs> he can he can miss extra points yeah. he can miss shorties yeah. but he's usually pretty good from 50 plus so that is uh, a little bit strange as well too but uh no it does it does scream offense and again like we said not just because the 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 two teams and what they bring to the table uh offensively but pristine conditions and that sort of thing as well too so, and how will the referees call this? Okay, are we going to say you know, hear this? Oh, well, they're letting them play, mm-hmm. or are they gonna, you know, because as we see, I mean, with these secondaries, everyone has a hand on the receiver and that sort of thing. If you, if you're gonna call it kind of tight, then we could see some defensive holding penalties to extend drives. We could see some pass interference calls, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know what the trends have been like that in recent Super Bowls. Uh, and again, mm. I haven't really heard the nfl usually don't do this to promote which you know who's doing the games but these are usually all-star crews too the uh from one one of
1: standpoint one of the ones that uh prop bets that's up there every year and people look at it and say what shortest touchdown one and a half yards they make that one and a half yards because if you get a pass interference call you set them up at the one yard line um that has happened several several times in the Super Bowl. Yeah. You get an interference call, and then you get punch it in from the one. Yeah. So most people think I, that can't happen, and they're betting the no on that one. And it's ac- actually a yes prop. I'm trying to say these sportsbook directors are kind of sly. That's <laughs> what you're trying to. They're kind of was, smart. Huh? Well, it was always uh, I always had to laugh at you know because we've had Tom Brady right. in the Super Bowls right. so, you know so many times and. The over/under on his rushing yards <laughs> was an absolute joke because the guy just doesn't run. Okay, right. it's like he's got cinder blocks, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> on his feet. So you know, you'd laugh at those. But I remember the last Super Bowl that Mahomes was in. You want to talk about one of the worst bad beats of all time? Okay, I had Mahomes rushing yards over,
0: yeah.
1: and I had it early in the fourth quarter. <laughs> we got we got to win. Yeah. Okay. Well, at the end of the game, they were in victory formation, but yes. there was there was yes. about twenty second differential from kneeling three times to. <laughs> I remember talking about this on Monday. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. And for the people that don't remember what. Mahomes did uh, is instead of taking the snap and going directly down going for the Neil kneels, Diamond right yeah, there. He, okay. he retracted. He retracted three, four yards <laughs> yeah. each one yeah. of those plays to kill the try to kill yeah. those couple extra seconds right. to burn off the clock. He took me. <laughs> he lost like eleven yards, I think, eleven or right. thirteen yards on three kneel downs, yeah. and took it back under yeah. the rushing total. I had already put a W on my list of props. you're standing in line at the book. Oh,
0: <laughs> d- Oh, I, I remember. I remember that so well. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. And I remember that, and so many people. That one, and I remember having Atlanta in the Super Bowl. Those, those. Oh jeez. Oh, well. Then why, why? Listen, you're, you're jinxed. Why am I even asking your opinion on the Super Bowl? I'll ask you during the course of the regular season or even playoffs. All right, I'll, I'll ask you about harness racing, but Super Bowl, stay away from you. I'm not getting a good vibe here.
1: There, but as a gambler, it's it's called the gambler's mentality for a reason. We have selective memory. We only remember our bad losses. We don't remember when we got the gift win that we shouldn't have had because yeah. we won. That's, yeah. that's the way the universe is supposed to play yeah. out. Yeah. But yes, those ones like that, you you, you remember those bad ones. Mm. But all right, we come back. Uh, Jay Cornegay is going to join us, the vice president
0: of the SuperBook here at the Westgate of Las Vegas. Uh, talk to him. Which way the lines have been going here? Where's the action coming in? And again, we are just a few days away from the Super Bowl. So yeah, a lot of big time money will be pouring in uh, starting uh, today, tonight, uh, and you know, leading up to the game on Sunday, kicks off at 3.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. All right, so we'll talk to Jay about that, and we'll be visited by the mayor. He's going to be in the house. Oscar Goodman uh, will be joining us as he is here to make his Super Bowl bets. Uh, I can tell you, I know where his money's going. I know what what side he's going on. How's it's, he done? That's the question. How's he done? Yeah, that's true. That's but, the question. But, but, do you know, Oscar, you know where he's from. You know where he grew up. He's a Pennsylvania guy like you. Really? He's, I did not know except that. Except he's over there in Philly. <laughs> not Pittsburgh like you. I so I, you. I think I think I know where, where his money's going. All
1: right.
2: There All you right.
0: go. Will he have any green on today? That's what we wonder. You know, my man Gordon, he's supporting the green. Whether <laughs> Oscar's wearing the green, I'm not sure or not. Eagle green. I mean these guys are already saying fly, Eagle, fly. Yeah, I'm a Syracuse uh, yeah. Orange. Oh, he's a Syracuse <laughs> Orange guy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello, not this year. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. TC Martin Marco D'Angelo in the house here on our Thursday edition. We are live at the Westgate of Las Vegas here inside the Super Book. Jay Cornegate will join us next. It's a lot of Super Bowl talk. Plus, we have got to touch upon the NBA trading deadline. We'll give you the latest news with that. Uh, some uh, blockbuster trades have happened within the last 12 hours or so. We'll We'll talk about that as well and a whole lot more here on this thunderous Thursday from the Westgate. Turn your head and cough. Here's the doctor, T.C. Martin. We got a little cool in the game. On your way Friday and Saturday night here at the Westgate Las Vegas inside the International Theater. Look at Marco. This, actually, this is the first time I've seen Marco actually shaking it up. Because you're going, my man. We're finally getting you to a an old school R&B concert. There it is. Oh, well, no thanks. No thanks to you. It's, it's your wife. I mean, she says. Lori says I'm going to get down on it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> there you go. See. I'll
1: be sure well, to tell you. To, see, that. see, Jake
0: and I. I mean, see, we've. We we we've, we've been the old school R and B brothers for a long time, so welcome to the club. Finally, you know,
1: hey, gl- glad to be here. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. Happy wife,
2: happy life. Haven't? Didn't you have a pair, or maybe a couple of pairs, of bell bottoms? Come on, you angel flights, know? man. No, uh, no,
1: I didn't look good in
2: those. <laughs> <Well>, that's true. <laughs> I actually tried out for my baseball team once I left Cheyenne, Wyoming, up to Upper Michigan. I tried out for the, because I didn't have any sweats. I don't know what happened to our luggage or whatever. <laughs> I so I had to try out for my baseball team, my <laughs> Legion baseball team, yeah. with bell bottoms on. Did you make the team? I did. <laughs> oh, well, then you, mu- you must have been um, really good there. But from that point on, I was known as Disco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disco Jay!
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There it is. Yeah. Hey,
2: so I had this guy
0: that played, uh, you know, playing adult softball, right? And um, he was one heck of an athlete. I mean, just uh, just tremendous athlete. And uh, he was a, a, a GQ type of guy. I mean, you know, he, that was the brother with had, had the great tight throw. I mean, played shortstop, rocket arm, hit the ball out of the <laughs> park every time, right? But he also had a job with UPS, okay? And so he would show up to the games in his UPS pants. (laughs) But he had the tightest UPS pants, and they looked like bell bottoms or those angel flights or whatever. And how this guy could play shortstop. And just, you know, get all over the field, whatever, in those pants. Everyone else is either <laughs> wearing shorts or they're wearing the baseball pants, you know. But, no, you just get off work, park the brown chuck, you know, in the outfield, come and play. But I've never seen tighter UPS
2: brown pants. Nice. Yeah. Now they can wear shorts, too. Yeah, these exactly. days. Right? right Back then they didn't have that. Right. But uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that, that's just an athlete. Exactly. He doesn't care. Exactly. Just goes out yeah. there. And yeah. Plays shortstop yeah. and you know brown long bell-bottom pants. <laughs> yeah. Dance. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Then yeah. we go to
0: the club afterwards. Don't no need to change. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can picture you in the club. Oh, <laughs> well, I was DJing you. in the club back in those days. You know, like I said,
2: I was I was spinning the tunes, man. Yeah, probably had a silk shirt on. It did. Yeah. You see it. You know it, what? Man. Only I like like the two buttons on the bottom. You know, <laughs> uh, buttoned. You know, the rest is like, <laughs> here it is, ladies. <laughs> you a little chain? I didn't do the chain. You I was, I the was the never chain. a jewelry guy, huh?
0: you know? Yeah. Had the permed hair back in the day too. What do you think? I—that's uh, yeah. a picture I want to see. Yeah. I got I, <laughs> Oh, geez. during the break, <laughs> I can't picture that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's it. No, I was—I was the livest white awesome. guy you ever met. My, I had more soul than you can uh, imagine. Oh you know? yeah, there it oh, is. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. That's <laughs> like you had to have soul in our our <laughs> you, locker room, it, it, right? You, there you go. Know, it exactly. Like, it was happening because yep. that boombox yes. was going. You know, before practice. After practice, <laughs> yeah, sometimes during See why practice. I love this
1: guy. Yeah. You know? Things were a lot different in Western PA yeah. for me growing up than you guys.
2: <laughs> and you're in
1: Colorado, right?
2: Is that where you we grew up? Well, in high school, yeah. I was in Cheyenne. Oh, and, and so I you got was, away with that, in Cheyenne. Cheyenne was all disco. Really? Oh yeah, that's what i said Outstanding. They all loved disco. But then when I moved up to Upper Michigan yeah. after my sophomore year, spent two uh, years uh, in high school in. Cheyenne, and then go up to Upper Michigan. Yeah, you were It youper. was all rock. Yeah, that's why the disco nickname up there didn't fly. Uh, well, no, I didn't care. <laughs> it was like I, I didn't care. They were all like disco. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs>
0: Outstanding, man. All right, let's talk a little football, Jay. This is it, man. Uh, You guys have been working like crazy. We talked last week about putting all these props together and everything. So, where do we stand now? We were looking at the the Eagles at one and a half, 51. I know you expect a lot of heavy action coming in here in the next 72 hours. Yeah. Uh, What's transpired this week?
2: You know, uh, a whole lot of of nothing, really. Um, It was just. You know, waves of limit prop wagers. You know, and it they would come in periodically. You know, all of a sudden, a guy comes up to the counter, or he's on the on the mobile and he's betting. You know, five or six of those props at, at limit prices, right? And um, that's what we've been doing over the last few days. As far as the game, now it's not like we're not taking bets on the game itself. It's it's you know just coming in both sides. It's really. Comfortable. Hmm. There, there might be a little bit more on Philadelphia right now. As we know, notice around the market, some twos have popped up but disappeared. You know, uh, they haven't lasted very long. So what it's telling us is that it looks like the public is a little bit more on the Philly side. Uh, some of the more educated players right now are scooping up some of those twos uh, when they can. But we'll see who wins that battle once we get to the weekend. Hmm.
1: Jay, those uh, props that you're getting in with the max bets, are they, any of them correlated where, like, it's a certain player with, you know, receptions, yards, or, you know, rushing attempts?
2: A little bit. I mean, they were betting, um, you know, the Mahomes, they're all over Mahomes rushing props, meaning that he's going to have a good rushing day. So, you know, over under two and a half rushing attempts, you know, that's up to four and a half. Uh, his first rushing attempt over under six yards. Now it was up. To, it got up to um, like ten or something. It was really wow. long, and then it came back down again. Um, so those were all correlated uh, surrounding Mahomes. Um, you you see them. I mean, there's so many of them, Marco. That it, but you're right. Was, you know, some people will come in here and they'll start playing. Uh, these type of props that might be correlated to something else that we saw earlier. It's thinking that they just have a different thought process of how this game is going to be played, you know, how it's going to unfold. And whether, you know, oh, Philadelphia is not going to be able to run the ball this time against the Chiefs, so therefore they're playing. You can see some of those guys that come in, and there's a little theme of his package of props that Philadelphia is going to throw. Meaning he's going to bet, you know, Hertz over. He's betting uh, Smith over. He's betting, you know, AJ Brown over. You know those type of things. You do see that um, at times. Otherwise, they're just all over the board. I mean, the the props have really dominated the action in the last four or five days. Do you see this scenario happening uh, that? You
0: will get an avalanche, maybe not an avalanche, but a lot of Kansas City Chiefs money coming in because they are kind of a public team. You've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got Andy Reid. and I'm talking about you know really more of the, the casual players will come in here, maybe a higher ticket count here in the next few days, maybe not enough to move the line, but just seeing more Kansas City money as we get closer to the game and these people start going to the window.
2: Yeah, I mean, some of us expect that. Yeah. I mean, we're we're looking at that. You know, some people have called the Kansas City Chiefs the new Brady Patriots because they're getting way too many calls. <laughs> right? <laughs> right, right. So, uh, you know, there's a, you know, some people are like, oh my gosh, don't tell us that. You know, that's what's going to happen. But because they've had more favorable calls in in some eyes, uh, you know, they're calling them the new Patriots. So, um, I. I really think it's gonna be very balanced. You know, I, I there's definitely when I talk to a lot of people and I have over the last week, I, it's really split. I got friends that live in different states, you know, some from the east coast, some down south, some of the you know, live in California. Um, they're just all split. Yeah. They're all over. I don't know what you you've heard, Marco. What yeah, what what, what, what it did is. You heard? I
1: mean well you've seen it with the way the betting has gone. Every time it ticks up you get that tick back. And again, it's people grabbing numbers. But uh, one thing that I talked with TC on the show earlier in the week, and to continue with what you just said about Kansas City and Mahomes being the new Tom Brady in the new New England, I've said to people this week, if you like Kansas City and you want to bet Kansas City, another way to possibly attack this is bet Mahomes for the MVP. You're getting plus money on Mahomes to win the MVP. Tell me a scenario where they win and he's not the MVP because this is a vote. It's you know it, it's not done by stats and so forth. And everybody wants to pass the torch to Mahomes to be the next GOAT, the next Tom Brady. That's another way to get plus money on Kansas City.
2: Sure. I mean, that makes sense because, I mean, obviously the two quarterbacks are the two big favorites for the MVP, which makes sense because we haven't had a receiver in a long time, I think, since Jerry Rice, right, mm-hmm. uh, that was a receiver being the MVP. Uh, you know, we've had a couple of running backs here and there, but they're all quarterbacks. And And so that totally makes sense. If the Chiefs were to win this game, most likely Mahomes is going to be right in the middle of it, unless, they, every time they get close and Pacheco scores or something like that, you know, uh, you know and he scores four touchdowns. Yeah, he could probably be good luck with that. Yeah. Um, you know, vice versa. You know, you could have Miles Sanders score four touchdowns um, just because the way that the, you know, the red zone play calling worked out. Um, otherwise, you got the two quarterbacks and everybody else. So it, it does make sense.
0: Well, Mark, you made the point earlier in the week that if you like Kansas City in this game, you're better off maybe playing Mahomes MVP at plus 125 or 130, right? That makes a lot of sense because. The only way that I mean Travis Kelsey can make an argument, okay, but Kelsey would probably have to have four touchdowns for him to get the MVP. But that's going to be correlated to Mahomes because Mahomes will have four touchdowns because he's going to have to get the ball, mm-hmm. you know, from Mahomes to to get to Kelsey. So really, if Kansas going to win this game, yeah, if Pacheco gets two hundred yards, that's not going to happen. I mean, it, in again, the wide receivers are not that dynamic. Now that Tyreek Hill's not there, so to me, if Kansas City wins the game, it has to be Mahomes. Even if he has a, an above subpar game.
2: I'd have to look at that game where Jerry Rice was the well, didn't you know, Cooper, MVP because it was like obviously Montana or was it Young, the, you know, they I think that the last was the game was, young, was that I the believe, game young. uh against the Broncos? When it was 55-10? to 10, well, you would, know, you would know better than anybody else. Well, I stopped watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Bronco fan there. Uh, sorry.
1: bringing it up. A sorry, I kind of heard,
2: heard what happened in the last three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because you look at it and go, well, the quarterback, okay, let's just say it was young. Hmm. You know, he threw six or five touchdown passes. Jerry Rice got four of them. Yeah. How do you name Jerry Rice the MVP yeah. over, right? Yeah. Um if you, you know, got an
1: eighty-yard catch where uh, it was, you know, seventy yards after, you know, a, you yeah. know, after the catch, you know, you get an eighty-yard And Fire The showgirls are... are in the house, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, we knew that was coming,
0: right? Yes, exactly, that's coming. <laughs> all right, the showgirls in the house. Mayor Oscar oh. Goodman will be oh. joining us next hour. Awesome. And uh, this is a, a regular thing with uh, with the mayor, right? I'm glad you're. Here.
2: You know what? I'm glad you're doing that. You know, okay. um, I'm glad. First of all, I'm glad you guys are here every week. But uh, to carry the torch that. Uh, was uh voided by uh, our good friend uh Brian Blessing mm-hmm. you know who's no longer with us uh mm-hmm. certainly miss that guy Brian yeah. and um you know he was uh very close uh, Oscar was very close to Brian very- and and, and uh, glad to see that you guys take that over take that torch a little bit with uh mm-hmm. Oscar now Oscar as a character, we all know that. <laughs> but let me tell you, I go. Don't get fooled. I'm telling you, he knows this stuff, yeah. right? He knows he, he he follows sports. Now he's gonna try to place a correlated parlay with me, <laughs> <laughs> which I told him. I go, listen, I'll let if it goes through the machine. You can have it, Oscar. You can do it. Go ahead. You know, he was. I think he wanted because he what I wanted was uh you know, so and so's passing yards over to the receiver's passing receiving yards over. I go, Oscar. I go, who's gonna take that? You know? I go, come on. And uh, you know, I said, if the machine, you know, takes it, it of course it didn't. Yeah. And I saw him about six months later, still upset with me. <laughs> I I guarantee you he brings it up today. Oh, Cornege, you know, tight ship (laughs) Cornege.
0: Tight ship disco Cornege. Come on, wait. Remember the old school days? I mean, this one, Oscar remembers the old school. A handwritten ticket, right? Go get get it. Do a handwritten ticket. Say
2: this and that. Your action's good here, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. We'll we'll go over here on this cocktail napkin. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Jay will be looking for a job the next day. It's like, what, what happened here? Oh, I, I, I don't believe put, that. Yeah. You know that? TC people don't believe that we used to write tickets that way. Right. right? That, uh, that was my first job at Harris Tahoe. Yeah. I used to, you had to write it out the thing. You know what the worst one was? Yeah. Futures. Yeah. To win Super Bowl <laughs> 18. <laughs> Broncos 6 to 1. <sighs> it's like, how much, sir? Mm-hmm. Five dollars. <laughs> Five dollars. Okay, could you change that? I, I don't want to throw. You know, I, I want the formerly uh, the team that named the Redskins. Oh, sorry, that that's what they were called yeah, back then. Sure, but I mean, you had to write that whole thing out. How was your penmanship? Um, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> not bad because you re- remember they used to teach us. Yes, penmanship. In yeah. school, and yeah. cursive in school. Remember when we used to work on our G's, our H's, and we we had to hand that in? That's right. Yeah. There it uh, is. That's another thing that they. That's don't in between believe. disco classes. There it I, is.
1: <laughs> I won't say what, what uh, former bookmaker I talked to, but he used to tell me about when you had to write the handwritten tickets for the horse racing. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah, uh, a, a lot of a lot of stories I got from back then. So well, you talking
0: about back in the day, in, in Todd, were were you the guy that was in charge of of uh, actually writing on the whiteboard up there and, and with all the lines, all that kind of stuff? That, well, that'd take hours.
2: Yeah, our first, or my very first job yeah. in the book was uh, the board man. Yeah, you're the board yeah, man. So you know, I you used know, to go to
0: Harris Tahoe all the know, time. What oh, years yeah? were you there?
2: I was there in '86 and '87. That was there it is. All right. Yeah, I was, it, I was making the trek from Sacramento
0: every weekend,
2: <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh! And it was remember all those changes came over by audio. Yeah. So you would have your back towards, right. you know, be writing right. that right. that right. that that ink. Yeah. Those ink pens were just a mess, uh. and you're just sniffing, and that get you through the day, mm-hmm. you know. And then you'd go, okay, let's go to Aqueduct. Aqueduct. Race one. <laughs> Jockey change. Number two. Coal miners pup. Coal miners <laughs> pup. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: outstanding stuff.
2: Yeah, so good.
1: Well, my we, books back in the day in Pittsburgh were in the back of an Italian bakery. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Usually <laughs> it's the dentist office. <laughs>
0: Hey, at least you uh, probably had some great meals at that fine steakhouse there at uh, at Harris. Oh, up on uh, the top what was on the top called? floor. I up was I want to say the forest or something or oh, gosh, something like. I, do see, now I now that. I, like, yeah, I only ate yeah. up there one time. My, my man Bob was a maitre d' there for like for a hundred years. Outstanding. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. Well, yeah. when yeah.
2: I started working there, it was the only five star, five diamond hotel yeah. in the state of Nevada. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and it, it was really a, a very cool place. Uh, my wife uh, and I both. Went there and we we came out to Nevada with no jobs, had no idea what we were doing, and we said, "Let's go to Tahoe." All right, let's go to Tahoe. And you know, her dad was elated, <laughs> <laughs> and so we came out. And, Friday uh,
0: Station, said, Friday Station. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay, that, maybe they changed the name no, after that. But I think it was it, Forest it, it,
2: or something. You y- know, yeah, I think I-, I think you're right with the Forest because that kind of. Sounds familiar. Yeah, um, beautiful view yes, of the lake. Yes. you know when you go upstairs there, but it, it's mm-hmm.
0: it's been Friday Station for at least probably
2: about yeah. that about was, twenty years
0: ago. That was but the first
2: hotel I ever saw that what that had telephones next to the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I like, it's I true. Gotta, it's I, true. I want to go to the bathroom. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was like it was so weird, but Tremendous it was really oh, yeah. It was a great property, yeah. and uh, we just spent about just a little over a year up there, and then. It was actually our trial basis for Nevada. We we wanted to dip our toe here a little bit and see what was going on, check out the gaming industry, and yeah. um, then after 13 months, we came yeah. down here.
0: Was it the Range back then? Because they, mm. they, the, the Range Steakhouse was Harris here in Vegas, and it might have... The old, it might have called the Old Range or something like that. Yeah. They have,
1: they probably have multiple because they have a range in Laughlin still. Okay.
0: See, that's what I'm thinking. They, that might have been the original name uh, of Tahoe, too. Steakhouse. There you go. But, uh, that's that's great. a good time but There's back a good then. one
1: in Reno, the in Reno. It's down in the basement. Yeah. Oh, the I know Steakhouse. It. I know it. I went to all of them. Yeah, because yeah, of oh, course yeah, that she, did. That was my track. <laughs> <You> <laughs> of <know>? course you <laughs> did. <Yeah>.
0: Depend, <laughs> depending <laughs> on the weather. But I would always choose Tahoe over Reno, yeah. you know, coming from SAC. All right, to put this in perspective here, Jay, real quick, um, for our listeners, we, we know that this is a heavily uh, bet with, you know, props take up 70% of, of the handle and everything. What's the anticipated handle do you think that you guys are going to do here, and is it going to surpass last year and the year before and the year before, especially since we got basically a a, a pick'em game?
2: Yeah, it, it's so tough to predict that because I'm always wrong. <laughs> it's all right. just, but I mean, because everybody's like, hey, dude, it's it like going to set a record? I'm always wrong. Last year, we Nevada hammered the record. Yes. It was like, yeah. I think the record was like uh 158, yeah. 158 million. And then last year, um, let's say the year before, was like 136. Yeah. Expansion of gambling, you know, sports gaming's all over the place. You know, Nevada's going to hurt. <laughs> what is it? 179 million smashes the record, right? <laughs> right? So it's very difficult to, to predict this. I mean, I, you know, yes, I think the, the two teams participating have a small factor, but I still believe mm. the Super Bowl sells itself. Mm. I think we, we put on a great show here. I know a lot of people are in Arizona, our neighbors down south. Um, you know, some people say, well, that's going to help us because a lot of people are going to come through here first and then go to the game. Yeah, we get some of that, mm. but I still. It's so difficult to predict. I think we're going to, I'm going to be very, very safe with this prediction and say it's going to be in the same vicinity of <laughs> 179 million. Um, but if I had to choose one side or the other, I'd say, yeah, well, why not? I mean, let's set another record. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, the two teams are great. Pick them. Now, now, pick them, close to pick them. Takes away you know a lot of the teasers. A lot of people yeah. you know, when we have a six-point favorite or seven, eight-point favorite, you start getting a lot more of those. Now, is that going to hurt the handle? Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, I know that we've had some teasers on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, Chiefs and over is a favorite teaser right now, sure, and which makes sense. But uh, you don't really get that other opportunity on the other side. So um, uh, we'll have to wait and see. I, it's it's really tough to call that.
0: Where do you think this line ends up on Sunday kickoff?
2: I think it's going to end up on one, okay. Philly one. I think we're going to get a little bit more uh, Kansas City money. Um, even though we see most of the smaller tickets on Philly, I'm starting to see bigger tickets on Kansas City. And usually that means it's going to go that way. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Even though I know the recreational players rule the roost here yep. on Super Bowl Sunday, I just think that it's very close, but some... some I know some respectable guys out there that like mm. Kansas City. Yeah. Do you think the total moves at all off of 51? I think it's going to go up a little bit. Mm. I, I, you know, I think that uh, not much, though. Okay. Maybe 51 and a half, 52 all at right. the most. All
0: right. um, assist to Andy Isco. Uh, our, our listeners uh, out there, Andy, Andy Cump, uh, Cooper Cup was last year, MVP. Yeah. That's what I thought. And last year. So there's your wide receiver. Oh, last year. We yeah, got that. That's a good call. And then, of course, uh, uh, our cracked research staff, the Forest Buffet in Lake Tahoe. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I, that's forest sounds familiar. Yeah, I, t- I knew it was Forest. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's, wow. it's right there next to the steakhouse. Look at that.
2: Upstairs. See? Wow, Cooper our, Cup. Our, huh? our listeners rule. I don't even Here think come. that. So what did Stafford do last year? I guess he didn't do that much. I mean, I don't know what... Well, Cooper came up with every all, big catch. Well, it was the yards, know? right? And, Didn't yeah. he have, like, it, almost 200 yards? He did. He had the yardage. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He had okay. Some,
2: and he had some big gainers as well, too. Well, so. you know, OBG got, uh, OBK got hurt. Got hurt. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right? Whatever, whatever, yeah, he whatever, got hurt his, first whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, he is Jay Cornegay. He is the uh, vice president here at the world-famous Superbook, the largest sports book in the world. No better place to be here any day. But Super Bowl Sunday is going to be off the chain real quick. Festivities, what do you expect here on Sunday? Uh,
2: It's going to be, you know, our party is sold out, but we still have a free-for-all here in the theater where we have Football Central. First come, first serve there. And we have 1,500 seats in there, giant HD screen. And then we have... Uh, you know, we have we still have some reserve booths and pods available. We okay. do expect to sell that out, but uh, we have reserve seating available in the superbook. They can reserve that through Superbook Booth at WGResource.com. If you want to check that out, and then we have some open seating. Obviously, those those people arrive very early <laughs> yeah, yeah. so uh, looking forward to it and uh, expect a really solid game Excellent, Jay
0: we appreciate it as always uh, look forward to a fantastic weekend here yeah. at the Superbook I will right, we'll be back here again tomorrow John Murray will join us uh, tomorrow as well and our good friend Scott Spreitzer will be here tomorrow so we got our handicappers Jay Schrader will be here as well too next hour don't you dare go anywhere the mayor Oscar Goodman in the house so uh, a lot of pomp and circumstance here today we'll get Oscars picks I know which way he's going I mean he's a Philly native
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, we know. Yeah.
0: He, is he going to have any green on? That's what I want to know.
2: Um, no. But he's going to talk Philly up for sure. There we go. But it, it, you got to listen to him. He's got great takes. I know. So, all the listeners out there, hang tight because we're in for a treat. No doubt about it. Jay, appreciate you, my man. Thanks, guys. All
0: right. We come back with more here live from the Superbook on his thunderous Thursday edition. Don't you dare go anywhere. Even though she's gone.